That's kind of spooky. Uh, you know what else is spooky? This every pod- time I look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say this episode of the podcast, but that is pretty spooky too, I guess. I mean, might as well just take a shot at my own self-confidence <laughs> while we're here. Gotta keep myself humble. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gems of History podcast. It's just me and Evan for a little bit. Mark is running a little late, so he'll catch up with us as we go. But I'm your host, Jacob Shop, as always. And of course, Evan Roosh is with me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spookyville Toberfest. <laughs> Official name I of this. I don't know no. why I added the Ville. It was, I, in my head, I just had Welcome to Spooktoberfest, but then I decided Spook- to have a stroke. Spookyville Oktoberfest. Schmitty the- Weberman Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> Same of- vibes. Official holiday of the Gems of History podcast is now Spookyville Oktoberfest. So. I saw a hilarious tweet, and sorry, I don't know the handle so i can't give it proper credit but you know with the impending government shutdown with us just apparently just running out of money yep because <laughs> governments just can run out of money uh someone was like million dollar or trillion dollar idea and it was just the white house but it had a spirit of halloween <laughs> banner on it honestly they would make so much money if that was a thing I mean, people are already trying to get into the Capitol when they're not supposed to. Might as well, Might as well just open it up. <laughs> I, I saw another one that was the same tweet because the headline just says the U.S. is supposed to run out of money by whatever date. And I saw someone just quote tweeted it and said, just print more money, you dummies. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Obviously. And then we talked about this before, but there was another hilarious tweet with that same same headline. Like October 18th, the U.S. government will run out of money. And then someone quote tweeted it saying, unless we can put on the best talent show this town has ever seen. I, these are all great ideas for how to bring in money. But it's kind of insane how hilarious the American public is when faced with absolute tragedy and potential we've, chaos. Yeah, we've gone through so much shit now the past like three years that we're just like, we're, we got to make light of this now. It's, there's no other way to get through it. Right. We were talking about this before too, before we hit record, just the six months of like straight up when COVID was, you know, dropped its first album. In full swing, yeah. Full swing. And now we've just decided to take that six, those six months and just bury them deep in our subconscious. Yeah. Or maybe that's just me, but that's I how mean, I'm I feel coping. like a majority of people did that because I brought up the fact that we almost ran out of, ch- like we we're a shortage of change. So like you could just go to a place, <laughs> pay with like physical money instead of a card like cash and just knock your change right. back. It's like, well, how does that happen? It's like you give them a 20 for a $6 thing. They're like, well, thanks. See you later. Scram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Good. That is spooky, isn't it? That is probably the spookiest of all. Honestly, we should just re-air our 2020 year Existential in dread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's the uh, start of October, the spookiest month of the year. So that's exciting. Yeah. Uh. I know us here at the uh, Gems of History really enjoy the uh, spooky season, so we're getting in the mood. Evan's got some some pumpkins, and by some pumpkins, I mean a lot of pumpkins around the house. So Yeah, I started decorating because I do love October. Um, favorite month. It's the best month for sports also, and plus, for some for whatever reason, I think I just my appearance looks better when I get to wear baggier clothing, so take that for what you will. Flannel season, baby. Flannel season. Um, but yeah, I was decorating and realized that all I have is just pumpkins for Halloween. Yeah. I, I just lost one of my bins of Halloween stuff. 
that actually had, you know, your creepy crawlers and all that. And now I just have a bunch of plastic pumpkins all over the place. Yeah, I went to my parents' house, like, I think it was last year that I picked most of it up, but my mom just had a bunch of stuff that they didn't use on the table, and she told me, hey, take whatever you want. It was 90% pumpkin stuff, and then, like, a ghost. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm taking the ghost. And it's, like, a cartoon version of Casper. Yeah, it's, like, this stuffed ghost. That I'm pretty sure it's got, like, a sound box in it, and if you press the hand, it's supposed to sing, uh jailhouse rock by elvis okay so that we used to have it in the house when i was younger and i'd press it constantly so i can't imagine how annoying that was for my parents but now i'm pretty sure it doesn't work anymore (laughs) so it doesn't annoy anyone it was like let me set the scene it's late one october 31st halloween just end or november 1st (laughs) (laughs) halloween just ended in the basement alone with a knife Keith shop going to town <laughs> on that stupid thing. And, the and, damn kid won't stop hitting the button. Of, <laughs> the remnants of what can be heard is an Elvis song. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly fading into darkness. <laughs> Camera pans left out of frame. Uh, it's so funny. Camera focuses on a shadow man holding knife. <laughs> but I, it, I have another one for Christmas that I bought, and it's like a little fox wearing a Santa hat, and it sings, I, I don't remember what song, it might be just Jingle Bells or something. But I put it underneath my little Christmas tree that I have in my house. And when I first got it, it just would go off randomly sometimes. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't like that. So I just turned it off because I was like, I don't want that to go off like 3 a.m. And I wake up and just all I hear is that thing singing and it's like next to my bed or something. Yeah. And then you look at your phone and look at that. 305. Unbelievable. That reminds me. Um, just quick story time. <laughs> my sister and I. So my parents had a little statue of an angel that played Amazing Grace um, and lit up like crazy. And so when we were all at home, my sister and I, just around Christmas, would take that angel and just hide it randomly, like in each other's rooms. And it would do the same thing. It would randomly just go off. And this bad boy cranked Amazing Grace. (laughs) Like, the sound was very sweet. That is, like... (laughs) A demon child's way of having fun. It's yeah. so funny. And so, like, say it would be in my, like, t-shirt drawer or something like that, buried underneath, and I would just move it a little bit, because it was also touch-activated. Mm-hmm. So you just move it, like, whatever it's in, a little bit, then all of a sudden, do-do-do-do! <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember where I heard it, but there was a story about a person who had, uh, basically, a giant mannequin. And it was like, I don't remember if it was specifically a horror themed like mannequin that they had, but their roommate went out of town for a while and they got it while he was gone. So they're like, oh, we're going to put this thing in his bed so that when he comes home, he'll just be terrified. And so they're like, yeah, we put it in his bed. And every time I walked past his room, I saw it. And I, it ended up freaking me out more than it freaked him out when he got home because I kept seeing it and I just imagined that thing coming and turning the doorknob to my room and coming to murder me or something. I was like, that's honestly what would happen to me too. I'd try and terrify someone else and I would just end up spooking myself too bad. Yeah, get spooked yourself. And like you set up a camera in there too to like record the roommate getting spooked. But then you look at the footage and it's moving. It's in your room. <laughs> kind of like that last uh, Gems of Horror we did. Yeah, where the, the pet cam or whatever yeah. sees the person under the bed. And there's a 15-second delay. No thanks. Zoinks. But yeah, it's spooky season, so mm-hmm. is your back door locked? I hope it is, because otherwise someone might get in. 
don't do what I do. Don't do what I did last night. Get home from a concert. Leave your keys in the door overnight. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> so okay, I went. I went to see Slipknot last night, which was awesome, and I'll get into that after the story. But I got home, and I must have just been so tired that I unlocked my door, just left my keys in the door, went inside, relocked the door <laughs> inside, and then went to bed. So I woke up this morning, I was going to go check and see if there was any mail, and I look out like the glass in the front door, and I just see my keys sitting in the, the lock. I was like, I am just setting myself up to get murdered. <laughs> I've always been good with like not like leaving my keys and wallet in place, but with the spare key that we have, I do that all the time, just... Set it in just the stupidest, most obvious places by accident, or well, I'll just like leave it. I've gotten blackout at the bars, like downtown. No, get my, out of downtown Dodge. because I live in a city where I can just walk downtown to the bars and I can walk back home. So I've done that multiple times, and I've gotten like blackout, and I've gotten home, like all of my doors were locked, and my phone was charging. Like I was really good about it. And this one time, I am not even drunk at all, and I leave my keys in my front door. <laughs> So don't do that, kids. <laughs> right. But anyways. Oh, good my Anyways. Oh, yeah. The Slipknot show. So, yeah, I went and saw Slipknot last night, which I don't know if you really know who they are all that much. but They're definitely a band that if you played me like their top three songs, I would know for sure. Yeah. They're, they're pretty recognizable because they're a pretty big like metal mm-hmm. slash rock band. So. Yeah, it's my first time seeing them. I've been wanting to see them for a while, and they finally came to Milwaukee, so that was really cool. Went and saw them with five of my good buddies, so it was a great time. They sounded amazing live. Luckily, I had a little bit of experience back at shows before I went to this, because otherwise I'd probably be <laughs> really sore today, but next, just a little sore. So A lot of banging. Yeah, a lot of banging, so that was fun. I can't imagine how just luxurious the mullet was flowing oh i i did wear a hat so it wasn't flowing at full capacity but i took it off a few times and oh, got mean, that shit to. moving so I had to give the people what they want i had to i was a little sad that we didn't get pit tickets so i couldn't go mosh and stuff but it was kind of nice going to a metal show and not having just a ton of bruises and being extremely covered in sweat so mm-hmm. that was convenient but that's so different than any concert experience i've really had I would love to go to a metal concert. I'm like going to go to a bunch of them, so feel free to tag along anytime. Honestly, I might have to. I'm typically going to country concerts or like not. I guess I wouldn't say it like top 40 concerts. Cause that's not it, but maybe like alternative band yeah. concerts like Mr. Wives or like Walk the Moon. Like indie bands. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm hippie as fuck, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Definitely not the scene usually. Yeah, it's, it's a little a just, little different. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a different experience than I'm used to being in like seats and stuff for a metal show. But everyone stood the whole time and stuff, so that it was really fun. There's big big circle pits going on down in the front, so it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But anyways, you got any exciting news in your life before we get into trivia? Oh man, exciting news. Not entirely, no. Oh wait, I you, mean we got to talk about Star Wars Visions. Oh, you were setting me up for the bullet point that I had. (laughs) I don't know. We came down here with the intention of talking about this show, and we completely forgot. It's the one thing that we were like, yeah, we should probably talk about that a little bit. And then we just, I forgot. Yep, 12 minutes in. We haven't brought it up once yet. But yeah, Star Wars Visions is, just to give a quick like elevator pitch for it, it's 
eight seven eight i think it's nine eight or nine, nine yeah um nine mini episodes they're all 13 to 20 minutes long uh, of different star wars stories but they're not canon yeah so they just go wild with it and it's all animated by a different animation studio yeah per episode it's cool because since it's a lot of it's like anime studios doing it so it's from like japanese side of things so it's a lot of you can see the huge difference in like pop culture from our side of things versus a foreign side of things like i was talking to evan about this earlier how different the endings usually are for Mm -hmm. stuff like out of the united states because as a whole i feel like united states media is like everyone ends with some sort of happiness in the like for the most part but in foreign films i've watched a decent amount of foreign films this year compared to usual and a lot of times that you don't get that super happy ending that you get in American media, which is, it's takes some getting used to, but it's really cool to see it once you get used to it and you can appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, that's such a different perspective on storytelling just in general. You yeah. think about the success of shows like Game of Thrones where they just, you know, well, if you haven't seen that show by now, and I guess spoiler alert, but just go watch it. <laughs> yeah. But they just kill all their main characters constantly. Yeah. So they're constantly just not caring about there. And like that's the one example that I think everyone can think of, of right. that kind of storytelling. It just blew everyone's nuts off. Yeah. Like this is the best show of all time. Well, and Train to Busan is a movie I watched recently, which is a I think it's a South Korean movie. It's renowned as like one of the best zombie movies in recent history. Oh, okay. And I just saw that America is doing like a remake of it and everyone's kind of mad about it cuz they think it's going to be ruined by them, which I don't doubt <laughs> but the the ending of that movie it, it's really good the ending is really well done but it's it leaves you a little sad mm-hmm. because of how it ends and i'm not going to tell people how it ends because if you want to watch it and i recommend you do but yeah anyway star wars visions evan told me to watch it because he watched it first and very good recommendation <laughs> yeah and i actually heard about it through marshall who if oh, you really? remember yeah um just another fellow star wars yeah it's uh, on it's on disney plus for those of you that want to watch it yeah like the different storytelling that they do i mean you mentioned it's from japanese studio so the first episode opens on like it's around like a a ronin which we all know if you go back and listen to the samurai episode is a masterless or just a wandering samurai so they took it like just the general star wars theme aspects and, and integrated it into different parts of Japanese culture. That's obviously just one aspect of it, I guess. But the other, all the other episodes are sick, too. It's so cool, too, how they change the character designs of things. Like, yes. in that first episode, just for one little change that they make, the droid that goes around with the Ronin has, like, a straw hat cover on it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just cool to see that they took a lot of traditional Japanese iconography and threw it into the star wars universe to mm-hmm. ch- kind of change the themes up a little bit which is really cool but yeah if you know anything about anime there's some pretty big studios that got on this project like studio trigger is a big uh studio that does a lot of their own original anime and they're really well known for they have one called uh kill a kill which is really oh. popular and mm-hmm. they just did another one called bna which was really popular but they they did two episodes production ig did an episode so they got some pretty big names working on it, and they all did a really good job. 
and the voice actors too. I don't know if you just took a second to look at like who the actual voice actors are, but they had some really famous people. Doing did you it. watch it in English? I did. Okay, yeah, this I watched, first go around. I, I did. watched it in Japanese with subs because I wanted. I watched one episode. There's an episode where it focuses on a band, mm-hmm. and that's I, a good one. I watched part of it in English, and then I switched back to Japanese and watched again in Japanese. They're both really good. They did really mm-hmm. good jobs on both the sub and the dub. So either way, you guys want to watch it. But yeah, I'll definitely check out the sub next. There was some like hilarious parts in the English dub where there was just a three second. I forget which episode it was. There was just a three second episode between or pause between a sentence. So the main character said like half a sentence, paused like for three seconds, then continued. And like it, it wasn't supposed to be there. At yeah. all. <laughs> it's so fun. It was funny because when I was watching the first episode and I was watching it in English, I was like, I wonder if there is Japanese for this because I can't. I was trying to watch the the animation for the miles to see if it fit the English or if it fit the Japanese. I think it was made to fit the Japanese because mm-hmm. it does seem like it flows better. But I, I don't know. Either way, I recommend watching it for sure. Yeah, I honestly can't recommend it enough. I mean, I guess you kind of do have to really love Star Wars for it to just really know what's going on. But I could find someone who doesn't just love Star Wars like we do actually yeah. enjoying it. Even if you, yeah, even if you just like anime, go. I would yeah. say, recommend watching it because you don't really need to know all that much about Star Wars because it doesn't really focus on the main universe that's in the movies. Mm-hmm. So it's 10 out of 10 recommend for sure. And it's just a nice thing to see that they actually expand on the universe a little bit as right. opposed to oh this one's another skywalker and it i think it's cool too that they focus a lot on after the movies where it's like mm-hmm. more of the kylo ren era stuff where like the sith are all disbanded most of the time and the jedi <laughs> are really like sparse around the universe and they do a lot with the stopping the bullets with the force and stuff like in the the movies which mm-hmm. i thought was really cool that they kind of expanded on that too that so, will always be sick. It's just the first time I saw it, I was like, okay, come on. But then after I thought about it, I was like, it makes sense because there's not that many people that use the forces regularly. And if it is like this universal force that everyone taps into, if there's mm-hmm. less people using it theoretically, I'd think they'd be a little stronger. So, mm-hmm. heck yeah. Man, I might just watch that tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> as soon as you guys bounce, like, oh, running it back. Yeah, I might- you can watch it all in two and a half hours yeah i sat down and watched it all straight through so Mm -hmm. it was really cool but it's also cool because trigger does two episodes with the animation styles that they use are completely different between the two episodes which is really cool yeah they do the twins episode yeah it's like all space-based pretty much and then they do uh the one where i think it's called the elder or something like that where it's like the guy who lands the sith ship and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's the padawan that fights him but yeah, they did both of those, and they're com- they look completely different from each other. If you, wow, I didn't even. Closely. I mean, I didn't even notice that they both, like that one studio, did both of them. Yeah, because I, I looked it up online, like which studios did what to see if there's ones that I recognized, and I was surprised that they did too. Because Trigger usually doesn't do a whole lot, but there's our rant on Star Wars Visions. Go watch it. Check it out. Do it. <laughs> so. Well, I think we're going to just knock the trivia out of the way right away so we can get right into your topic once Mark arrives because we're we got a little bit of a schedule that we're trying to keep tonight because we got some stuff going on. But would you like to start us off or you want me to go first? I can go first. All right. 
So, keeping in the main vein of spooky pain. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that was good. I, I'm drinking water today, too. You like, went from Spookyville Oktoberfest to that. <laughs> You've really upped your game October. in the 18 yeah. minutes that we've been going. Yeah, I went from Spookity... Sp- Spookity... Spookity Amityville, Amityville or to just whatever that was. I actually don't even remember what it was. It's so not good gonna, I yeah, blacked not, out. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Trivia. trivia. So... In which country did Halloween originate? Was Halloween it- Town. <laughs> Is that one of the options? <laughs> I'm really mad at myself that it's not. I'm so mad. Those movies used to be the shit, though. The Honestly, Disney Channel original movies slapped for like a good 10 years. They had an entire decade of just bangers. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, my mom went on a date with a vampire. Yep. Like, Luck of the Irish. All of mm-hmm. those were in the same era. And then there's that one rollerblading movie that I don't remember the name of, but I will never forget the scene in that was movie. Was it Surf's Up? No. I have no idea what it's called. I'd have to look it up. But there's just one scene in that movie, and it's always stuck in my head for whatever reason, where there's a race at the end, and someone throws a bunch of rocks in the middle of the road, and the person turns <laughs> the corner and skids out, and it's just so dramatic. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Those movies are incredible. Uh, so good. And they're all like, they have the ending theme of, remember to say hi to your dad. Or like, <laughs> love your family. Right. <laughs> um, so, in which country did Halloween originate? A, Ireland. B, Greece. C, Lithuania. Or D, Luxembourg. Or E, Halloween Town, if you want to add your own. We'll throw Halloween Town in there as well. Um... Let's see. I really want to say Ireland. That was B, right? Ireland? That was A. A? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Ireland because that just sounded right to me for whatever reason. You are correct. Yes. It was the lovely Irish that started Halloween. Do you have any background on how it started there, really? So it was also coupled a little bit with you know All Saints Day. Okay, yeah, yeah. And... That's actually where we also get the word bonfire, because mm-hmm. the actual celebration of Halloween or All Hallows Eve, or excuse me, of Halloween was a quote unquote pagan holiday. So they were essentially burning bones to whatever god they were worshiping in hopes of a quick winter, a bountiful harvest that was about to happen. And. That's kind of how they hmm. started doing this. So it was bone fire. Like, yep. that's how it started. Hmm. And then for some reason, I just, well, let's just blame the Catholic Church. They were like, no, bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much cooler that you just burn bones. Bone fire. Bone fire. That's bad. kind of really metal, honestly. <laughs> if, we start a, if we start a metal band, we can just call it bone fire. Bo- bone fire? Hell yeah. And then everyone will have to figure out what it means. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool, though. I didn't know that. Because I, I feel like my tendency would, if you would have just asked me that, like, unprompted, and you would have been like, what country did it start in without giving me options? I probably would have said Germany, just off the top of my head, because it feels like something that Germany probably would have started. I may be mistaken, but I think they may have um, came up with trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. Look who's here. Oh. 
Mark has arrived. The fun has arrived. Oh, God. I know what you were all thinking. Like, wow, this podcast so far has been below average. Don't <laughs> worry. All right? It's about to get real spicy. <laughs> We've just been getting booed for life. <laughs> so we're going to take a, a minute here and get Mark all set up, and then we will be back with you guys to uh, continue on. But... Give us through 30 seconds and we'll be good to go. All right, we are back. So, Mark, all that you've missed so far was me and Evan rambling about Star Wars and spooky season. What was the opinion on Star Wars? What was the. So, we talked about Star Wars Visions. It's a. Oh, I don't know. A video game? No, it's it's like a short series on Disney Plus. It's like. A bunch of animation studios that usually do anime animated a bunch of Star Wars shorts, oh. so they're all like, like thirteen to twenty minutes long. Seen them? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you can watch all nine. I think there's yeah, it's either eight or nine. And they and one doesn't have to necessarily do with the next, so it's just they're like all independent stories. stories yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. I kind of like shows like the that. Anthology series. Yeah, yeah it's and they're all technically non-canon, so it's like they don't have to really relate to the movies essentially. Yeah, so that's probably how you get some of like, the best nuts. stories. Yeah. You're not Basically, they took a bunch of like Japanese pop culture iconography and threw it into the Star Wars universe. Oh, okay. It's really cool. All right. I'll mm-hmm. have to check it out then. But you, we talked about that. We talked about spooky season. And then Evan told us that Halloween originated from Ireland. Mm-hmm. So uh, I sent some bias there. Yeah. <laughs> For all the times I bring up I'm Irish on this show. It's like no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a trivia question ready by chance? Yeah, I got one right here. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> How much wood can a woodchuck chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood. If a tree falls in the forest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was one I've been cooking up for a while. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm a big drinker of full throttle. Sure, sure, yeah. So I'm just That's curious. This is actually a nostalgia thing for me because when I would, growing up, there's a lot of kids, obviously, in my household, or I have a lot of siblings. My dad would pick a random item on the dinner table and then be like, who can guess where this was made or manufactured? And I don't know why, but there's a certain amount of pride in this, if you could figure it out on your first guess. Is this an actual thing that your family did? Yeah, th- that is not made up. <laughs> I love that so much. That's wow, so that's cool. awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. These damn apples are from Finland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So let's see here. Uh, where was... F- Full throttle, the energy drink. Where is it manufactured? I'll break it down and say that it is in the United States. Hey. <laughs> okay. Um, but we'll just go states. So is it in Texas, New York, Ohio, or California? The fact that you threw an Ohio in there <laughs> is just hilarious to me. I don't know why. That just doesn't seem like the place where they're just ripping full throttle. Hey, you'd be surprised well. what's manufactured in Ohio. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm going to say Texas. I'm going to say California. It is manufactured in, wow, this name is not time sensitive, but Corona, <laughs> California. Hey. Corona. Yeah. So anyway, Let's there you go. have it. Cool, cool. The U.S. of A. You know, I figured baby. since there is an American flag in the can that it might be Texas, but I was led astray. And a full American eagle. Yeah, seriously. It's like the most American can. And it's classified information on the, the right next to the nutrition facts. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. Do I need to pledge allegiance to this thing? I don't know. It doesn't say. Probably not. 
Anyways. <laughs> a requirement? I don't know. All right. I think it's classified what's in it because they don't want to see it. <laughs> they don't like it. Yeah. No. Genius marketing. <laughs> yeah. So, for my question, Clement, I, I'm going to butcher this last name because I don't know how to say it. Tyne. Valendingham. <laughs> Valendingham. Okay, that is not uh, real. That is not real. I don't real. know how to say it. Uh, but he was a proponent of the anti-war faction during the Civil War, and he was very outspoken on his view that the war could be ended peacefully. But my question for you two is, how did his life ultimately end? A, he was hit by a stray bullet. B, he was shot by General Ambrose Burnside. C, he was shot in court. Or D, he was hung after being convicted of treason. I think that actually is D. A lot of plausible options. These there. are all very plausible. Yeah, I give, just hope. I just hope it's. I know. I guess. Give me D, Mr. Sideburns. Yep. I hope <laughs> it's that. I hope it's that one. Like the general is like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, being that these are all viable options, those are both very good answers. However, neither, neither of them are correct. Oh. So he was put in prison by General Ambrose Burnside because he. Ambrose Burnside, from what I briefly read, I think it was that he believed that any person that spoke in favor of the enemy, whether it was outright or just in the fact that they wanted no war, that it was kind of treasonous and they should be put in jail. So he ended up going to jail for a short period of time. But the way that he died was he was defending someone who was come he would come into court on a murder charge, and his his defense was to act out how he thought that this wasn't a murder because apparently he claimed that the man pulled his pistol out of his pocket in such a way that he would have accidentally discharged a bullet as he was pulling it out. And as he was demonstrating this, he thought he had a prop gun, but it was actually a real gun with a bullet in it. And so as he was pulling it out of his pocket, he shot himself in the stomach and then they couldn't find the ball in his stomach after he shot himself and he ended up dying of sepsis. Oh my god. So that's how his life ended. But the guy got off on the charge, so he did his job. Unbelievable. Well, might as well let him go out on a W. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Dude, sepsis sounds terrible. It does not sound fun. Like a really slow way to go. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, that's uh that's how he went out. What a legend. And sepsis, like was septic taken already? <laughs> I, I don't know. Just be, they it, both sound just kind it of just, gross. like he yeah, just got infected because they couldn't find it and ended up taking him down. But mm. a titan in the courtroom. Yeah. For one case, at least. <laughs> it's like he's one for 310. Yeah. So. On court cases one. But I was on. I just want somebody to yell, hostile? I see a hostile. <laughs> <laughs> but I was on a thread and re- a subreddit thread, and it was on r slash ask reddit, which. There's a lot of things on there that have kind of ruined my day because people ask, like, what's the most disgusting thing you've ever seen or like what's one kink that you think is disgusting and for whatever reason i decided to look at those threads and just ruin my day so but if you really want to get spooked go on there but that's where i found this answer so <laughs> i guess it's good for something hey there you go gotta find our trivia answers somewhere because the day will come that yeah. we're, we'll have repeat or a little peek behind the curtain on where i get my trivia from yep but Speaking of spooky, Evan, you said that you have a spooky story to get us started for October, so... Yes, so I actually have a couple of spooky stories Ooh. for you guys, so... It's more than one. Today, we're going to dive into what I think are the seven most horrific murders 
that were committed Ooh. on Halloween. Finally, something to make me feel good. Yeah, right? <laughs> nice, nice lighthearted yeah. star. Yeah, I mean, you thought we were just going to be talking about, ooh, dude, anime show <laughs> the entire time. It's like, no, get ready to get very bummed. I'm down. I'm always down. <laughs> as Clearly, can, as you can see. <laughs> your Reddit search history is just, how do I want to be sad today? <laughs> Which is hilarious because you're wearing a wolf t-shirt right now. Dude, I'm, I'm just vibing over lit. here. So, at the end, I'll also ask your guys' opinion on what you think was the most Gruesome, grizzly, ghouly, gobbly, etc. Sounds good to me. So, let's dive into our first story. On Halloween night... Oh, let me actually... <laughs> we need like a fade-out transition noise there. And then he like starts with the first one. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> let me say my sources quick. So, I used two. One uh, was Insider.com. And the other was Listverse, but a majority of this was taken from Halloween Town, the movie. Oh no, we talked about that before oh, you got go here. Actually, figure, dude, I would know too. My sources are actually just Scooby Doo and the um, which is and Zombie Island and <laughs> which is Ghost. Can we talk about the Hex Girls for a second? <laughs> oh, absolutely, we can. Our, our first true love. Yeah, honestly, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I blame that movie for my obsession with goth chicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it started. No you, just write, you just write a letter to the to uh, the Warner Brothers. Do they do Scooby Doo or Brothers? Had a Barbera. You just write a letter like, "You're the way. You're the reason why I am the way I am." <laughs> yeah. oh, you made goodness. me this way. Thank you. So made possible by people like you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. On Halloween night, 2012. John D. White entered Rebecca Gay's mobile home. John White. And I'm murdered her. <laughs> Sounded bad. And Holy, I didn't even realize really that. You, went, you hesitated a little quick, or a little bit before you went into mobile home. I'm just like, it's getting frisky. <laughs> I can't believe that this guy's name is John D. White. That's, that's absolutely... Another terrible John White in history. That's yeah. absolutely hilarious. Yeah. So, John White... Re- murdered Rebecca Gay. White struck her in the head with a mallet several times before tightening a large zip tie around her neck. Sheesh. Must, they must made them better back then. I can't get my zip ties to go on that tie without breaking. I know all of them just break, yeah. even when I'm, you know, just trying to hang up something or just keep my... Well, what that, a selling point. That, like, 15% that they do work, they're just impossible to get off. Oh, yeah. Example A. Yeah. <laughs> in this murder. That's they should mark it with that. A zip tie so tight you can kill somebody with it. <laughs> oh gosh. I suppose, I suppose that's all of them if you try hard enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So John White, who needs it needs to be said, he was also a preacher in the local church. Of course he was. After killing he her, he had planned he had planned on having sex with the corpse. After watching several necrophilia pornography videos online, see you, the internet's good. Do we have a child sometimes. warning on this app so far? <laughs> no, we don't. Oh, but I suppose now we do. <laughs> we might need to. Actually, <laughs> holy cow, that is really bad. But he was unable to do so because he was too drunk. Wow, shocker! And that's the reason why he said he couldn't go through with it. He's like, yeah, I just kind of had a. A little bit too much uh, wine to 
dive into this dead body. See, here's the thing. Like, normally you would think you'd have to be hammered to do anything like that. No, but he needed to be sober. (laughs) There's more going on there than drinking. So this is where it gets even more bummy. Oh, good. Gay's three-year-old son was home at the time of the murder, and White actually stayed with the boy afterward. And keep in mind, this is a mobile home, not a lot of space. White dressed the kid in his Halloween costume and delivered him to his father. White then confessed to police about the murder and was promptly arrested. Not a fun guy. So that's the first story? This is story number one, yes. Uh, well, that... Started you off with a heater. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not great. That's not no. going to be a fun Halloween for that kid. No. I can't imagine... I, I'm just so curious what the Halloween costume was like. I I thought when you said that that he was gonna take him out trick or treating after like as a supervisor or something, and I was gonna be like, that's not fun. But I guess none of it really is fun. So not but, a lot of fun today. No, 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 no. So later, White accepted a plea deal for second degree murder and was sentenced to 56 years and three months in prison. How is that second degree? That's Easily first degree. I don't know the difference between the degrees. I so. feel, it's just like so premeditated, I feel like, to do something like that. So I mean, it's one of the more fucked up things I've ever heard. In my yeah, life. definitely. I don't think you should. I just throw the fucking book at him. Like. Yeah. Maybe this was obvious, but I didn't know this until this week. And I'm not saying what's right or wrong, because I know there's a lot of issues with like our incar- incarceration laws and stuff like that. But you know, there's some countries where, regardless of the level of the crime, you can get a, only a maximum of 15 years. Oh yeah, yeah in Norway, I yeah. think the oh, max yeah, is like 20. Yeah. yeah, it's. I think I remember a story like a guy shot up a camp, killed 20 kids, and yeah, that was the situation. Got out in 15 years. And again, I'm not. I'm not saying like I'm not in, in saying I know what we should do one way or another. But I just thought that was a nuts. Like yeah, because meanwhile here, like you probably get caught with marijuana in the wrong situation. Yeah, yeah. right. Put him away for life. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Like 15 years. Is later, that a joint you have? Yeah, for real. But that's like the big difference between our prison system versus a lot of other countries is that they focus so much more on actually rehabilitating people yeah, than for we, like sure, compared to sure. where we just throw them in there and call it a day. I think mm-hmm. there is probably a happy medium there. Like there's oh, some because yeah. be- I think the difference is we treat crime in America like you can't be saved. Like if you make that mistake, that's on you, and now you own it. Whereas other countries are like, no, there's probably a good person underneath here. Let's like you said, rehabilitate them and like bring them back into society to be beneficial. There's probably levels to that. Yeah, it's probably like okay, this guy like was selling cocaine and probably causing problems in this town, like getting people addicted. You know, let's rehabilitate him versus this dude shot up like a bunch of kids yeah. or like a bunch of adults in like a concert. I feel like there's definitely proofs probably, on both sides of things going yeah, on because there's yeah. one story that comes to mind. I think his name was Jack Unterweger, who was a German serial killer. Hmm. And basically he killed a few women in Germany and then went to prison and wrote a book saying like, I'm so sorry for what I did. And I know what I did was wrong, but I just needed help or something like that. So the public looked at it and they're like, this guy's all good to go. He's rehabilitated. He's like the poster child of the prison system. And so then he got out, came to America and proceeded to go to the Cecil Hotel or the Elisa yeah. Lamb case and Richard Ramirez stayed, killed like 13 more women. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, these people are sometimes beyond yeah. saving. So it's just right. like, you you got to find that spot. That's what I'm saying. There's probably an image. Yeah. So I think if we can merge their concepts... In our kinds, that's we might get somewhere. But anyway, sorry. What's the next one? 
Uh, no, just wanted to wrap up on this one. So oh. John White uh, later committed suicide in prison just months after being convicted. Too good for him. The prison staff apparently tried to revive him, but he was found hanging in his cell, and they were unable to do so. Just such a coward's way to go out after you do something horrific like that. Can't yeah. imagine jail was great for him. No, it typically is very well shouldn't have been with kids. Yeah. yeah. So next story. Let's go. <laughs> so one Halloween. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna start all of them like that now. He's trying to get like a voice deal for like commercials. <laughs> yeah. I'll throw some reverb on it so it sounds really big and epic. Yeah. Yo, if I get a voice deal, see you two suckers <laughs> later. <laughs> Leslie Mazzara. Adrian Insagna and their friend Lauren Mianza were passing out candy at their house in Napa, California on Halloween night, 2004. The doorbell eventually stopped ringing and the three women went to bed around 11 p.m. Later that night, an unidentified man entered the home and went upstairs. From her downstairs bedroom, Lauren heard screaming and knew something was wrong, but she waited until the house went silent before running out the back door and leaving in her car to escape the murderer. After a year of searching for the murderer, police finally arrested Eric Koppel, who was the husband of one of Adrian's best friends. So... It was a friend that yikes. essentially killed the other two. So, I can't trust you guys so this, anymore. So yeah. just, just the one survived? The other two died? Just the one, and the other two did. Yeah, they did pass. I was going to make a joke that when he came in, he just brought a really scary movie, and that's why they were screaming, but... It's ah. a little worse than that. Yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> they were watching, uh, not The Conjuring, what's the other one? Sinister. Sinister. Yeah. Because there, there's like three that come to mind when you say the other one. It's like Insidious, The Conjuring, or Sinister. Yeah, I feel like, like those, those are the, the top, big, those yeah, are like the, the, the trilogy that yeah. I would think of. 2010 through 2014 had some incredible spooks. Well, and that's Dude. when like Paranormal Activity has kind of taken off. Yeah. Too. I don't know when the first one came out. but Probably, probably, probably earlier than we think. I was going to say, it's probably, probably like 2007 2000, or yeah. something. Yeah, those are so good. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen... Oh, I'm going to get way off topic here. I don't know if you've seen all the Insidious movies, but those movies mm-hmm. are... I've only seen the first two, I think. Good. I heard the third one's really good, too. They're all good. They're all really scary. You know what? Peter and I watched the entire series like once every year to year or two years, so... Really Evan cool. watched uh, Malignant, so now all three of us yeah, have seen comedy. it. Yeah, the comedy. It was so funny. <laughs> Gabriel, you've been a bad, bad boy. <laughs> True. I literally like had to stop the movie because I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Uh, in hindsight, that's a really funny time. <laughs> it opens up like super cheesy. I'm yeah. like, yeah. what is this yeah. movie? Well, no, it was pretty good. I, yeah. I liked it. At what point did you know the plot twist? Or did you think you were on to what was going on? Or maybe you knew right away. I don't know. Honestly, when they revealed it, I was expecting, I was not expecting the plot twist the way it Oh, because Jake and I were like talking we were, throughout it, we were like, we, we, we were on to it. I want to we say we kind of figured it out, but yeah. we, we didn't figure it out completely. But if you go back and look back on it, it is so on the nose, like what they were doing the whole yeah. time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, okay, what you got? So Eric Koppel eventually did turn himself into the authorities after they released information on the unusual cigarette brand used by the killer. The motive for the homicides may never be known to the public, but he did admit to murdering the two women. So he didn't say why he did it. Never said why he did it. Mm. He pleaded guilty in the two on excuse me, he pleaded guilty in court to two counts of first degree murder and will spend the rest of his life in prison. 
See, I feel like this guy did just as bad as the first guy, so I feel like they both should have first-degree murder. I just don't understand why. I truly different. don't understand the difference. I th- I, Maybe it was like I, plea deals. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, it's, I that's think probably I, it because he probably came in and confessed right away. That's why they gave mm-hmm. him a lighter sentence. But I don't want to make it sound bad. I, it feels like not necessarily illegally, but I do think some like under the table stuff going on or like money. Stuff honestly, going I feel. On. I feel like the he fact that you just the right amount of Snicker bars. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you gave him those like white chocolate Kit Kats that only come out at certain times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I literally just got. Not <laughs> oh, oh my God. I, I got, got goosebumps. goosebumps. I love those things so much. But I also, I don't know. I feel like maybe even the fact that he was a priest came into it. Maybe it's just like, oh, this guy yeah, just the first misguided story. or something. Maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't have been shocked if the priest, the priest would have just been like, the devil took over me. It was his day. Right. It's like, all right. Didn't he just, get life though? You're trying to. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he was like 56 years or something, which is basically life. Essentially, yeah. But I also found this interesting in, in this case. He had to sign something that he would never profit financially from the woman's deaths. So, like, any books, yeah. any series, anything would ever... He would never make money from right. it. Right. Well, which I was kind of... Does that happen normally in these there, kind of situations? There was a time, like, when a lot of these people were, like, in the time of the early serial killers, when that wasn't a law, that you couldn't make profit off your crimes, basically. So some people, and some of them did it for good. Like they wrote a book and they said, hey, all the proceeds go to the family or whatever of (laughs) the person that I wronged. But yeah, for a while, it wasn't a law that you couldn't profit. So now that they kind of have to say, like, you can't. Super interesting because, you know, The Wolf of Wall Street is based on a completely random, like The Wolf of Wall Street is based on a true story. Like, I wonder if that guy made money. Anywho. Who knows? Not me. Next. We have the trick-or-treat murder. In 1957, one Halloween night. (laughs) (laughs) I am available for work. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my my voice acting role is just one Halloween night. (laughs) Coupled with the banquet beer. (laughs) And then the same voice. (laughs) Just different. One Uh, look. One look. (laughs) Who opened a window? <laughs> Nobody. Oh, I love there it so is. Much. Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> um, hairdresser Peter Fabiano was murdered after answering the door to what he thought was a trick-or-treater. Fabiano's wife had briefly left the marriage to shack up with a woman named Joanne Rabel. I forgot about <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? Shack up with... I was going to make fun of his name just because he's like the most generic Italian name. Yeah. But, but now that I know the adventure of Gabagool. I know he might be a victim. It's not did, you as see funny. The new, did you see the new Mario cast for that Mario movie? <laughs> oh, man. I totally forgot about that. So I, let me read I saw a meme today and it was an Italian guy sitting at a table and there's a caption underneath and he's like, I don't care what you believe, but in this house, Super Mario is a hero. (laughs) (laughs) So let me reread that. So Fabiano's wife had briefly left the marriage to shack up with a woman named Joanne Rabel, but Betty Fabiano, so Peter's wife, soon abandoned her female lover and returned to her husband, filling Rabel with jealousy. Rabel conspired with another woman, Goldine Pizer. These are the oldest names of all time. 
to murder Peter on Halloween. Rabel wore a costume consisting of a mask, gloves, and face paint. She also had a gun and a brown paper sack to make it look like a bag of candy. The two women sat outside the house until the lights were turned off. Joanne Rabel then walked up to the house and rang the doorbell. Peter answered the door thinking it was a trick-or-treater, and Rabel shot him in the face with a thirty-eight caliber handgun. Yikes. I guess it was a trick, not a treat. Okay, okay. Yes. Normally I would boo, but that could have been worse. I mean, <laughs> it is called the trick. I thought trailer. it was pretty yeah, good. That was, I know. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. The police questioned Betty, and she revealed that she had briefly left her husband to be with Rabel. The police then questioned Rabel and followed the evidence. The gun was later obtained, and she was arrested for the murder. Where she shall not leave jail for the rest of her life. Good. Because she shot a dude in the in face. In the face. <laughs> I'd say that deserves a good prison sentence. Yeah. Yeah. I still can't get over the fact that they used Shack up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She was just a little later than everyone else in her experimenting. Right. Mm. So now we have the death of a nun. <laughs> there is no next story. <laughs> no next story. cool way to say yeah. that. <laughs> That's a tough one to. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, not a nun. <laughs> I will have none of this stuff. <laughs> so, one Halloween. <laughs> it was, night- this is not on Halloween. No, oh, these are our, all, that's the whole theme yeah. of the topic. Oh. They're all Halloween. Oh, are just, you saying that? I thought it was just like ironic so far. <laughs> no, are you saying Halloween. that none of the Sisters of the Cloth go out on Halloween? I don't no, know. That's, they, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they're up to. <laughs> I'm just not going to acknowledge your nun puns anymore. <laughs> I can't think of, okay, moving on. I can't think of any more. So in 1981, <laughs> October 31st, Sister Tadea Benz, body was found naked <laughs> sorry okay. I forgot to put it I forgot to yeah. put an S so sister today of Benz's body that was like when you casually said oh so you know JFK got shot three times and died so, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that happened yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware yes yeah. so her body was found naked in a convent in Texas the other nuns in the house noticed a broken window in the community room so they called the police immediately. Authorities found Benz's clothing and a knife under the bed. Meanwhile, an autopsy revealed that the nun was stabbed, strangled, and sexually assaulted. Don't like that. Police arrested a man who lived across the street named Johnny Frank Garrett after a witness saw him running from the convent that evening. He was convicted and sentenced to death in 1992, so 11 years after the crime. They saw him running like the 100 feet from his house to the convent. And then he just quickly shuts the door and turns off the lights like, wasn't me? <laughs> just like the Well, if you said literal, it. Literal footprints from the window yeah, to his like, house. So how like, do you plan on hiding that? <laughs> and then like the police catch up with him. It's like, huh, your uh, shoes are a little dirty. Can you explain that? <laughs> have you guys okay have you guys seen 
the Djibouti dub video where he dubs over the Scooby-Doo episodes. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's what I was thinking about, yeah. <laughs> then why are your shoes covered in feces? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your dog shit in my lab. <laughs> Unbelievable. So Johnny Frank Garrett was sentenced to death. His last words were reported to be, and I quote, I'd like to thank my family for loving me and taking care of me. The rest of the world can kiss my ass. Funnier line would have been, they'll never catch me alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you're already caught. <laughs> yeah. Sir, you're literally strapped into the machine. <laughs> they'll never know it was me. <laughs> Sir, why do you, you think You can't you're... prove anything. I'm taking this to my grave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this. <laughs> oh, oh, man, we are so lame. Oh, man. Now we have a murder. Over an egging incident. Oh. Ring any bells. A man named Evan Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, just rewind. I will not murder anyone over egging, but please don't do it. <laughs> so as you both know, throwing eggs on Halloween nights or just a random day in June, apparently, is typically a harmless prank. But in 1998, it turned deadly. What? 20... I'm taking this very seriously. <laughs> He says through a smile. <laughs> 21-year-old Bronx resident Carl Jackson and his girlfriend went to pick up her son from a party. Teenagers threw eggs at their car. Mr. Jackson got out of the car to yell at the pranksters to stop. One of the teenagers then pulled out a gun and shot Jackson through the head. Jeez. What the Yeah, heck? I bet you guys originally thought Carl Jackson just shot at some kids. No, no. That's insane. He, of course, died instantly. 17-year-old Curtis Sterling was charged with second-degree murder and criminal possession of a weapon. He was convicted and is currently serving 20 years. That seems so Only low. 20 years? I guess he was 17 and the rules just aren't I as really, strict, but... I, I, shot a dude in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Unprompted. I, d- I just feel like there's no reasonable No, no, probably right. not. But, like, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, okay, a 17-year-old, probably, like, a really bad kid already, has a gun. I don't know. What, what year was this? 1998. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, the adults getting, like, really pissed off and handsy with them. I don't know. But it must have just been a really poorly raised kid. I can't imagine, like, th- like before the kids all went out, like, hey, we're going to go egg some cars. And Curtis was like, yeah, and I'll bring my Colt 45. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know if that's a gun. I know that's a song. I, <laughs> I Afro man. But. I just don't, because you, you're already in the wrong, because you're egging someone's property. And yeah, then you damn take kids. it one step further. Oh, that's, more, that's more than a step. It's a, it's a leap. I wonder. It's a large step. Yeah. I wonder if he also thought it was a prop gun. I doubt it, but... <laughs> Someone, someone replaced my, you know, it's toy like gun, an airsoft gun, or something. Yeah, he was set up. Someone, I've been set up. <laughs> <laughs> but according to the New York Times, Curtis Sterling receives a card in the mail every Halloween that reads, "I'm glad you're still there," from Carl Jackson's mother. Good. I can't imagine. That being a colorful or just decorated card. That's like the perfect amount of pettiness, though. Like, just to keep reminding this guy, like, what he did. It's mm-hmm. so good. I love it. Yeah. 
Love it. This reminds me, I was on my way here. Good listen, job, Miss Jackson. I was listening to uh, last podcast on the left. They do like news story episodes where they just cover like what's in the news that week. And they just covered a story where a uh, haunted house employee stabbed a kid in the house. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> Rick killed a guy. He just like. <laughs> Where'd you get a grenade from? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Yeah, this this haunted house guy just thought it was a great idea to take his mom's like kitchen knife to work. Used a real knife. What an idiot! That's just the 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 human mind is so crazy. Yeah, I also some stupid things. I also saw a news story, another like crazy airline news story with all these people getting taped to seats and stuff. Yeah, some guy just when they landed pulled the emergency exit door and walked out onto the wing. (laughs) <laughs> just in Miami, Florida, of all places, too. Guess Florida, to be. Yeah, so I guess he was having, like, some medical thing going on. Instead of just telling someone and getting off, he just pulled the emergency exit door out. I think we talked about this before. They make those things way too oh, accessible to just general yeah, public. Yeah, I mean, for good reason. Like, if you need it, you, it's right there. But yeah, it's just so funny. Pretty sure if you open one of those, though, even on the ground, for sure you're not allowed to fly again. Probably oh, not. He, they yeah. decided they took him to the hospital, and then after that, he's going to jail. So, oh, I didn't know you go to jail oh. for it. I, I didn't know, like, I, don't, I didn't know it was a criminal offense. And even so, I bet you he's not in there for very long. But I'm pretty sure they do put you on a no-fly list permanently. Oh, if probably. You, if you do that, so. Well, hopefully, he got all of his traveling in. Yeah, right. Who knows? He's just gonna have to go by ferry across <laughs> the Atlantic if you ever wants to see Mother England. He's British now. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. <clears throat> One Halloween night, (laughs) when Yoshihiro Hattori, a Japanese exchange student, went out on Halloween night in 1992, he was heading to a party in New Orleans. Obviously not familiar with the neighborhood, Hattori struggled to find the address of the event. He eventually found a house that looked like it might be the house he was supposed to be going to. He, of course, knocked. When he got no answer, he walked back towards his car. So he knocked. Obviously, no one answered. He turned around, started walking back to his car. Suddenly, the door flew open, and Hattori said, We are here for the party. But the man in the doorway shot Hattori with a revolver. Jesus. So this kid thought that he was just going to a party, knocked, wrong house, no harm, no foul. Turned around, started walking away, and then door flings open, and the man shot him. Clearly, Hattori was at the wrong address, and when police questioned the homeowner, Rodney Pears, he claimed that he had been scared, and that he thought that the student was trespassing on his property with criminal intent. Okay, so don't, like, trigger finger shoot him. Just, like, be like, are you, what do you want? Like, yeah, at least... Try and talk to someone first. He was like, well, he's, he, he scared me. It's just not viable. I don't... It, he definitely sounds like a guy who has premeditated shooting someone on his property for a while. Like, yeah. And this was just an Like sits on his porch cleaning yeah, his like shotgun or something. Yeah, yeah. This dude has just been praying for the day that he can use yeah. his yeah. He was actually in bed, heard the knock, and he's like, Oh boy! It's like Christmas or Halloween. (laughs) See, I don't really have like an opinion on the whole gun ownership rights thing for the most part, but stories like this make me like, 
maybe we do need to look into it a little this bit. Guy but... def- this guy definitely has one of those either like custom banners or like custom flags that say, or just a, a t-shirt that says, we don't call 911. Yeah. <laughs> or he's got like the stick figure family, but it's like ARs. Or yeah. Something. I've seen that before. <laughs> but um, to continue the story, uh, Paris was charged with manslaughter, but invoked the Castle Doctrine in which Americans claim they have the right to apply lethal means to protect their homes. But he was found guilty by a jury regardless in less than an hour. That seems like a pretty straightforward case. Yeah. To quote Hattori's father, sometimes I feel like he's still in America and that someday he'll come back home. So that's the worst part is that he was there on his own, like his family's not even around. Right. Tough. So now this is our last story. And is that a fun one? Um, there's fun dip involved. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's, more, that's a lie. There's no fun dip. I was gonna say that's more than I was expecting. So I do like fun dip. I do. This well, I, mean, I, just, I haven't had stick. it in a while, though. Yeah. I'm gonna eat so much candy this month. <laughs> yeah. Jacob has an elite candy bowl right now, like the stuff in his candy bowl. Yeah, we're talking peeps. We're talking candy corn. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Went to the store, saw a bag that had like, I think it's Snickers, Milky Way, Twix, and Three Musketeers. Ooh. So I just poured it all in a bowl. It's sitting right behind the head of my couch. So when I'm laying there, I can literally just reach back and grab candy. Mm-hmm. So it's very bad because yeah. I keep eating it all. <laughs> well, it's almost like having a uh, roommate that constantly has uh, <laughs> little nutty, little stuff. nutty bars and the donuts. And it's like, yeah. oh, it's here. I don't know if you've ever seen him. He's going to the Will Ferrell when he's on like the Tonight Show. <laughs> And he dresses up as Little Debbie. (laughs) And then he's like, he gets really mad at Jimmy Fallon because he's like, are you Little Debbie? He's like, no, it's Little Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely something only Will Ferrell, I think, could actually deliver and make funny. Right. Like, funny, funny. Yeah. He looks pretty good in a bonnet. I just don't (laughs) understand the people that don't really think Will Ferrell's that funny. I just feel like... That's just a contrarian view. I think. Yeah, yeah it must be like types of human because I are human. Well, I guess <laughs> I that's say, accurate that's too. A <laughs> type of asshole. What do you mean, <laughs> you people? Because <laughs> yeah, right. I was talking to somebody about comedies, and I meant to say humor, obviously. And they were like, "Yeah, Seinfeld is just the funniest show." And I was like, "Yeah, that's really funny." And I said, "I really like The Office too." And they're like, "Yeah, The Office just isn't that funny." So we talked about it for a bit, and I kind of get where they were coming from. Like, there are just so many different types of humor. So I guess it's possible you could be someone with a good sense of humor in theory, and then. Not like Will Ferrell. I know a lot of people who don't like Jack Black, for example. Yeah. Just not their type of thing. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I love Seinfeld, but I've never really gotten into The Office. I mean, I haven't really, like, given it a full shake. Sure, sure. Like, actually sat down and dove into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'd like it, but just never really done that. I've heard that take, too. Some people love Parks and Rec, but hate The Office, and, like, vice versa. That's more strange to me, because they are, in my, just an opinion, I think they are very similar. It could just be the actors, too. Like, they could just like certain people acting over another. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I have also known the office, realized The Office is mostly, not mostly, that's an exaggeration, a lot of cringe humor. Oh, and if yeah. you don't like cringe humor, it's not going to be a hit. Yeah. It's like three-fourths of Michael's characters just exactly. doing just insane things. Like Scott's like, Tots. Oh, dude, I, that, that episode's unwatchable. I love just that episode it. so much. <laughs> maybe to, that's why that's just kind of revealing yeah. of how fucked up I am, maybe. I'll just, but, say, I'll just say this real quick for people who, for some reason, don't know. Scott's Tots is the episode where he had promised a bunch of young black 
black children that he was going to pay for their tuition if they graduated high school. Obviously, it turns out he doesn't have the money to even pay for one kid to go to college. So he thinks he can make up for it by buying all the kids laptop batteries, <laughs> not even actual laptops. Oh, my. It's, it is one of the worst episodes I have ever seen. It's, it's actually unbearable. It is so cringe. Oh, you have to bury your head in your or yeah, bury your head in your hands during it. But I still think it's just these kids like hilarious. wrote a song of thanks and all oh, this stuff. No. And then he has, he shows up and he has to confess that he has no money to pay for them after they all graduated. Jeez. Hey, Mr. Scott, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Make our dreams come true. <laughs> so, and, and then promptly hands out laptop batteries. Oh. Okay. Imagine putting yourself in that spot in real life, like. I wouldn't be able to even show my face there. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, last story. And it's about the man who killed Halloween, a.k.a. the Candyman. Ooh. There's a new Jordan Peele movie that's coming out where he's remaking the movie Candyman. Oh, Isn't it out? Yeah. Is it out? I think so. No. I have to watch it then. I heard it was good. Hmm. Yeah. It's supposed he... to be good, at least. He definitely does a tremendous job with those kind of movies. Yeah, he's really good at what he does. Yep. On Halloween night. <laughs> had to add a little that was a good there. one. Yeah, it was Thanks. Good. I have a frog in my throat. So, <laughs> <I got> <clears> throat> uh, so in 1974, Timothy, <laughs> Timothy O'Brien <laughs> went trick-or-treat. <laughs> I'm just imagining a family that names three of their sons Timothy, and they just call him Timothy now. <laughs> That'd be a killer band name. Timothy. Yeah. It's just three Timothys. Three Tims. So Timothy. Oh my God, that wasn't even on purpose. Okay. And Stone Cold Sober, too. Timothy. We're calling him Tim. Three. What? Because that was the third time I. All right, let's just keep going. Okay, Tim O'Brien went trick or treating with his dad and friends in Deer Park, Texas. They approached a house with the lights turned off, but decided to knock anyway. Nobody came to the door, and everyone in the group, except Tim's dad, Ronald, moved on to the next house. Ronald quickly caught up with the group, and was holding a handful of pixie sticks, claiming that they had come from the previous home. He passed some around to the children, including two of his own kids. Tim wanted a little snack, so keep in mind, Tim is the child in this case. Uh, Ronald's the dad. So Tim wanted a little snack that night from his stash of candy, and his dad, Ronald, told Tim that he could have the pixie stick. The boy ate a few and died just an hour later. The police later determined that the pixie sticks were partially filled with cyanide. Luckily, the other kids had not eaten theirs yet. Ronald told authorities that he poisoned the can- or that the poison candy had come from the dark house that night, but the man that lived there had an alibi that checked out, meaning he was not home at all that entire night. So the police started to look toward Ronald as the murderer, especially after realizing that he had just taken out life insurance policies. On all of his children. 
Wow, yep. that's why, dude, you got to go a little deeper than surface value. Yep. That's kind of crazy. I've heard this one before, and someone yeah. made a good point. Like, I don't know how you poison a pixie stick with it not being noticeable. Because, like, it's just a little plastic straw, pretty much, or a mm-hmm. little paper straw sometimes. So how do you open it and then reseal it if that's how you got to get the poison in there? Unless you, like, inject it or something. But even then, I feel like there's going to be a hole... Maybe, but I feel like a kid's not going to look that into it. Yeah, this kid was probably, like, sick sugar. True. But I, I would feel like at, if there's a hole in it even, then it's going to leak out a little bit. And then yeah, you're like, and oh, I, that's weird. And I've heard of, like, problematic, like, holes in my bucket, but never <laughs> there's in my a hole pixie. in my pixie, <laughs> dear Liza. <laughs> so, turns out that old Ronald O'Brien... Owed debts of over a hundred grand and was hoping to use the insurance money to take care of those debts. Ronald maintained his innocence, but a jury took less than an hour, like the case that we just talked about, to convict him of the murder. He was executed ten years after his son's death. It's just the worst type of like murders too, that it's your own family. Yeah, mm. that's terrible, dude. And it's done because like he owed a hundred yeah. Which is a st- substantial amount of money, but like he just owed money. Yeah, but whose fault is that? Yours. Not yeah, right. Your kids. Not your kids. <laughs> but yeah, so that is our final story of our seven horrific murders committed on Halloween. It's definitely scary. Yeah, last one, especially. I mean, we can't talk about, we could say the same about all these. These things don't just happen. Like these people clearly were messed up, at least, maybe not to that extent, but in some way earlier on because there's no way you just yeah. like wake up you're like oh i'm gonna but die. the thing that's different about the last one versus all of the other ones is that it just shows how desperation can change someone maybe and like because all of the other ones for the most part were just either a premeditated thought that i'm gonna go out and do this or it was just someone like the the foreign exchange student who got shot someone just made a quick judgment call mm-hmm. but like the last one it's just he was driven into a corner by his own yeah mi- like mistakes and decided to do this out of desperation which i'm not excusing it by any means it's definitely wrong but mm-hmm. for sure yeah honestly seven stories that just keep your head on a swivel this this halloween once again is that back door locked i don't know go check might not be <laughs> Uh. we're gonna like give everyone like major anxiety and if any of them are gun owners now they're all gonna be ready and we're gonna cause like way more yeah just have a baseball bat next to the door not a gun yeah Yeah. (laughs) but what if he throws the baseball bat baseball bat crime way up (laughs) hey if it's driving listeners to us that's all i care about Local gangs are adopting, <laughs> adopting pinstripe uniforms. Baseball, hey, go buy baseball bat stock yeah, real yeah. quick. Yeah, that's how we affect the market. <laughs> Everyone invests in dick sporting goods. <laughs> I hope oh, you're goodness. thoroughly spooked right now, listeners. Yeah. yeah, I hope you guys enjoy that. I know it's a little dark topic that I usually don't do. I would say we do, kept but... it as light as possible. <laughs> yeah, I oh, feel like gosh, we definitely yeah. brought some humor to yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Which, I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. Sort of I, like we talked about what, before Mark got here with the whole pandemic stuff, you got to kind of just look at it as with some sort of humor now. Yep. And then bury it deep in your psyche. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring it up until you're in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
bury your emotions. We <laughs> <laughs> sound like some very healthy individuals. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle, remember, listeners, bottle that stuff up until it explodes, and then, <laughs> and then the littlest thing will set you off. Yeah. Be a ticking time bomb for the rest of your life. Oh goodness, that's that good old, just Catholic guilt. <laughs> yeah. But no, as we've talked about in the past, if you guys are struggling with mental health or anything like that, go seek some help from someone before you make a rash decision. Before you just. Deciding to get weird with a pixie stick. Yeah, that too. Wow, I could think of a lot of ways to get weird with a pixie stick that don't involve killing someone. Yes, snort it. Don't poison it. My cousin snorted Pop Rocks once when he was when we were younger, and they all started popping in his nose. <laughs> that doesn't sound comfortable. <laughs> it wasn't fun for him. Yeah. So, but I thought I it was funny. Imagine. Oh yeah, being the one watching is always <laughs> it's hilarious. So, it's so funny too because like. When it first started popping, you was just like, "Oh, it's popping in my nose," and then everyone, <laughs> and then everyone was quiet. Oh, for it's like, popping in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone was quiet for like five seconds, and all you hear is just these crackling yeah. noises out of his nose. Unbelievable! It's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. But yeah, that that was our kickoff to the spooky month of the spookiest month of the year. Yeah. You, you missed Evan's name for our holiday season. Now it's Spookville Oktoberfest. Yeah, Spookyville Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're calling it. I now. was trying to say Spooktoberfest, but then I just kind of nah, forgot nah, how to nah, say words. The first words. one has a way better ring to <laughs> it. Yeah. So are you, really the, rolls off the tongue. Yeah. The first annual Spookyville Oktoberfest, hosted by Gems of History. <laughs> Ooh, I'm totally dude. If we we keep it rolling, I'm down. Make this into a thing. I was about to say, do we do another bar crawl? That could be fun. We don't have the time to organize that. We don't, all, but it can be just or informal. money for shirts. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's actually just just give us twenty bucks and we'll get the shirts to you eventually. Yeah, <laughs> promise. <laughs> Pinky promise. Yeah, yes. Right. But yeah, so hopefully this whole month will be some spooky episodes. I know we're doing another group group like Gems of Horror for this month so mm-hmm. we haven't really figured out what we're specifically doing for it this time because we did ghost stories the first time and then creepy pasta and mm-hmm. stuff the second could be filled with goblins ghouls zombies with no conscience. everybody knows i'm a mother monster <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah seven exactly <laughs> the he's... whitest guy he's in the room <laughs> For some reason, I'm always the one rapping. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to let you keep doing it, because I'm not. But, Mark, if you are you have some free time, maybe you can take one on for next week. Don't hold your breath, but I'll try. <laughs> I'll see what happens. But we'll, we'll come up with something to sufficiently spook you guys. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys want to let us know which... Well, I guess me and Mark have to say which one we thought was the the most ghoulish... Of the seven, ghoulish. Yeah. I can or run through them again too. Most quick. grisly. Oh no! Now I'm scarred for life. I know all of them. <laughs> They're <laughs> seared into my brain. Yeah. Um. Definitely. You want me to go through? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Unfortunately, I have them on the on my mind. Uh, let's Forever. see. Forever. Ghoulish. None of them were very ghoulish, but I will say, not a fan of the corpse one personally. Talk the about one. the corpse bride. Uh... Didn't. That one didn't make any sense. <laughs> it was also in bad taste. 
Also, I should have rephrased that because it like implies I am things. a like fan. Those pixies. Oh, the other ones? I'm not a fan of any of them. <laughs> yeah. I really loved that one. <laughs> yeah, just real fan of the one where yeah. someone got shot in the head. Or well, the know, other Jake, one where someone think? got shot in the head. I yeah. think the first one is definitely the worst. Yeah, it definitely yeah. comes across like the most icky. Because, I mean, there's a difference between having the motivation to go in with the thought of doing stuff after the fact that you killed someone. Yeah. And further, like, desecrating a body like that. But, yeah, that, yeah that's just the most grisly, in my opinion. I don't have any details on the second one where the guy killed the two girls. Like, I don't know what he all did while yeah. he was in the house. Most so. pathetic. Mm-hmm. Probably the guy who thought I could get away from the nun home thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> away. like, clomping around. I'm assuming big boots, because Texas. And I, just clomping around and yeah. leading everyone Yeah, back. It's, I'd say either the first one or the nun one are probably the most gruesome. Yeah. yeah. Just because they did other stuff than just kill someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you guys will have to let us know uh, your opinions. Ooh. And where can they do that, Evan? They can do that at our Twitter and Instagram. So on Twitter, we are at gems underscore history. Uh, you can follow Jacob at Jacob from Wisco. Mark at Mark underscore Steinby and myself at Whatevskis on Twitter. And then you can also find us on Instagram at gems underscore of underscore history underscore podcast. Cool. Yeah. And or if you want to get in touch and give us some recommendations for some spooky topics for the month, you can always get in touch in our email, gemsofhistorypodcast at gmail.com. We're always there. If you guys want to contact us, we can go back and forth figure out something yeah you guys love if people would send more of their personal scary story yeah and i mean i don't know if i thought i saw one of you guys put something out there to like people do that yeah i posted Um, on my mm -hmm. personal twitter about it so yeah if you guys have stories now's the time to send them in because we definitely want to hear them like fully vetted i want to i want like your short story you know like as in Tell us from beginning to end all the details. Yeah, we, like almost novel form, not like that long necessarily, but I want to be able to read it like almost in book format. Yeah, send us as many details as you want because we will definitely read the full thing on the podcast. Yeah, for so. sure. It's not like we have too many time constraints. <laughs> Spook us, please. And please don't include any grammar mistakes because um, <laughs> I will read them. <laughs> <laughs> we read them verbatim. Create, so. Make sure verbatim. you type up pauses where they shouldn't be and let Evan do it. <laughs> don't yeah. put any punctuation. Just giant run-on sentences. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most inconvenient thing yeah. to read. But yeah, uh, either send them to our social medias or send them to uh, our, our email because... The more we got, the more we can read from you guys and any way to get you guys involved. So, Listener yep. participation. It's encouraged very much. So, other than that, we will be back next week with more ghoulish horrors and tales from the crypt. <laughs> wow. So, we got some fun stuff planned. Oh, yeah. One Halloween night. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. All right, guys. Evan, one more for the road one holiday <laughs> night <laughs> all right everyone we'll talk to you later all right love you i'll see you